newborn baby has two primary modes of communication. Laughter, which says, I love this. Or crying, which says, this frightens me. I'm in pain. Life can bring much pain. There are many ways to deal with this pain. Choose wisely. Finally, fucking time to do this. <clears throat> uh, God, shouldn't have really drank that much last night, but well, whatever. Fuck it, we're we're gonna do this. All right. So first, first podcast, um, opening intro. We should probably have thought of this uh, before I started recording. Um, but let's let's fucking let, let's figure this shit out right now. Um, so how how the fuck do I start? What pen? Pen and paper, pen and paper, got it, got it, got it, okay, alright, so, intro ideas, opening up an intro idea, um, hmm, alright, uh, what, what do we got, what do we got, what do we got, what do we got, um, oh, oh, here's one, four score and seven, no, that, that, that is not going to work, um, that, that's to to Jim Crow for my for my own fucking liking. Um uh shit. Okay. Um hmm. Uh ladies and gentlemen, I have a dream. No 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 no. No, that is just way too way too segregated. Um for 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 my liking as well. Um shit. Um Ah, uh, fuck, you know, this is just gonna be actually really fucking hard. Uh, let's see, we've got, um, hmm, what can I say, what can I say, um, friends, Romans, countrymen's, lend, lend me your, no, no, fuck that, no, no, ears, I don't need ears, I, I need you to listen, but I, I don't fucking need ears, um, uh, and plus, I can't even speak in Shakespearean, uh, sonnets for, for that fucking long, uh, A2 Brute, but no, no, that's not even going to work because no one even knows what the fuck that means um, or anything at all. Ah, ah, jeez, God, that ugh, tasted like vodka. Um, or fucking Long Islands. Uh, so let's, 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 let's figure some shit out right now. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly brings to you, it's, no, 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 just fuck, fuck that one, just, no, no, that's just, no, that's just, uh, that's, that's too much poor booking, actually, um, I, I need, I need something, uh, I need some kind of fucking inspiration right now, um, what, a, what can, what I have here, um, uh, shit, oh, Oh shit, Hennessy. Alright, alright, alright. I must admit, that's probably the blackest thing or stereotypically black thing that you're going to hear from me throughout this entire thing, but but then again, it it's it's Hennessy White, so true to form? So whatever, let's crack this bitch open. I haven't actually fucking Shit, did I have... when was the last time I opened this son of a bitch? Ah, there we go. Ah, Smells like death. Whatever. We are going to sip and 
We're going to figure this shit out as much as I can. So, here's here's to here's to inspiration. Yeah. Ah, God. That yeah, Jesus Christ. How do black people do this? Um So, I'm I'm looking at some shit right now. I'm actually not even looking. I'm just thinking cuz I'm looking at a fucking wave uh waveform right now as I'm recording this shit. Um and I'm looking back at almost my like my entire existence and and I'm thinking about shit. Um I really am these days, you know, especially in this uber silence <laughs> uh that I have right now. It's just me and the fucking cats at the moment. And I'm I'm looking back at at my life and and everything and almost fucking knocking shit over and and I'm thinking to myself where the fuck am I in my own life um how did I get here what led to what what led to this what led to that you know trying to I guess be drunkenly introspective about I guess the forces in my life and I'm I'm thinking about everything. I guess when you I'm this is kind of like, you know, the <laughs> the third of a life crisis um or whatever the fuck it is. But I I look at everything and I'm trying to figure it all out and I honestly I don't have anything figured out at all. If you ever thought that I knew what I'm doing, I don't. I have no clue what I'm doing. Almost all the time. I play it off well, I must admit. More Hennessy. Ah, maybe not more Hennessy, but we'll see. Um, so let's let's start from from a weird beginning. Actually no, let's let's start let's start in high school, actually. Um I'm I remember this vividly for some reason. And I remember it was someone's father. Who I was who I knew. He was cool dude, whatever. He was like, you know, like cool dad the rich cool dad you know he's just like he's he's cool because he's rich but <laughs> but he's still like cool um but he you know you know he has a lot of money that just makes him even more cool um and shit even though i went to a fucking private school there are rich dads everywhere uh and i remember him we were i don't even know where we were we were outside and talking and bullshitting and i'm a senior in high school i remember this vividly i'm a senior in high school so we're getting ready to graduate it's springtime I remember that. It is springtime. And he says, he he says to me, literally, he says to me, you know, Rick, in five years from now, I expect you to be doing grid, great things, big, great things. I just said gig and great, whatever. He expected me to be doing big things in, in five years. There was this lofty expectation about what I was going to do with my life. Not just from him, from from a lot of people. And I remember that statement always in the back of my head for the five years leading up to that, to that kind of that due date in my own mind. And where was I five years after that statement? I was fucking working in Walgreens. Um, granted, I was in grad school and beginning to drink my face off uh due to boredom but i was i was in fucking walgreens and i just remember being like that 
is not what I think he expected. I must have, have let him down. I mean, Grant, I haven't seen him since that period of time, but for some reason, I, I, I always kind of feel bad that I I let down the expectation of, of him, which I know is weird, which I know a lot of you motherfuckers who listen to this are going to lecture me. I'm like, you shouldn't live up to anybody's expectations but your own, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I, I say nay. You know, I, I say that living up to other people's expectations kind of gives me and also maybe gives others a, a sense of gratification and and, and it, it, it satisfies uh, kind of a need for us innately to, to be accepted by others. If we're able to live up to other people's expectations. And I mean, also the expectations of your own. And so that expectation that he had on me, I imposed on myself. And in five years, I need to do something great. And in five years, I was working at Walgreens. Um, and that's not really great at all. Granted, one of my other friends from high school got me the job because, you know, you graduate college after four years, have a degree, and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So you take whatever you can. Um, always have a plan, even though, like I said before, I never have one. Um, and I was winging it. And it's probably why I'm here right now. And 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 it's weird because I, I look at that moment and then I, I look at everything else and a lot of my life is trying to to live up to these expectations that I have imposed on myself from others. Which is weird to say, but I think I'm not alone when I say that. As in, we all do it. I'm just bold enough and drinking Hennessy White enough to, to kind of say it. That other people's expectations kind of mold ours. And then also, in a big general sense, expectations um, will always, you know, be a good indicator, predictor of your experience of things. If you have lofty expectations um, for a situation, for an event, and those expectations are not met, you're going to have a bad time. If you have very minimal expectations and the experience exceeds those expectations, you're probably going to have a really fucking great time. Um, So, moral of the story, set the bar low. (laughs) Don't set the bar low. Um, But but I I, I think of my life, and it's, it's all about these expectations... Of myself. Granted, I've I've done a lot of cool shit in my life. Um, I've traveled immensely when I was in my teens. I've been to England, France, Italy, Greece. I've been to fucking Australia. Um, which if I ever had the money to do it, I would just live there. Sans the massive fucking bugs, I'd probably be gone and say fuck everybody. I'm out. Um, you know, I've taken some risk, and I've I've gone out of my comfort zone a lot of the time. Which is like a great thing, but when you do that often and you're always the challenger and you're always kind of a trendsetter, there are these expectations that you have to be that person all the time. You have to be in the forefront of things, which I have been in the forefront, which I've been the leader of things, which I've been the innovator of of different things throughout my life. Um, I'm you know always trying to challenge or be creative in some way, shape, or form, hence why I'm doing this fucking monologue of a podcast as as uh, as his goddamn pilot um and so 
when you're always in that kind of spotlight, you the, you create, in a sense, this character, or this caricature of yourself. Um, and it's what people believe you are. And sometimes it's true, and sometimes it's not, or sometimes, or most of the time, I feel like it's a it's a little bit of both. You know, and for me, I've always felt that, or for when I got older, I felt that I had to always live up to to the gimmick of me, per se. Because I think I am a gimmick. Um, a lot of the things that you see from me is is a gimmick, but I also like to be the person in control of the narrative. Um, because it's kind of a defense mechanism of mine. I've come to realize. Um, but it wasn't always that way. Uh, you know, a lot of people see me as this boisterous person. Like I said, this innovator, this person's always challenging. But that's actually really, I don't believe that's me um, at all. Especially when I look back at it and it's going to be, you know, spoiler alert. I'm a shy person. Um, I'm, I'm very shy by nature. Put it that way. Shy by nature. I've had to learn to to open up i like for instance i remember the first day of kindergarten i don't want know why i remember this i was cowering behind my mom mm. it wasn't drinking Hennessy, but i was cowering behind my mom i was kind of a mama's child or a mama's boy and i didn't want to reach out to anybody i'm i'm innately silent of a person um all the time and i was that way for years i you know i had my small group of friends, I, I'm very naturally introverted, um, and I had to learn to be an extrovert, so you can probably call me an introverted extrovert, um, as time progressed, and I think, as I, you know, broke out of my shell, I remember around fifth grade, I was, when I started to find, um, uh, my voice a little, is that, when I, around fifth grade is when I started realizing, when I found my voice, that people actually kind of like me. Like, you like me. You really like me. And I think that changed a lot for me, and it gave me a, a lot of confidence. Um, because it was external validation. It wasn't internal validation. It was external validation of who I, um, who I was as a person. And it, it, it was a change, it was a transformative moment um, around that time. And people thought it was like cool, and so it, it gives you confidence from external validation. Wasn't anything internal. Just begs the question: Was there anything inside that I was confident about? Probably not. To this day, still probably not. Um, you know, fast forward through middle school and shit. I am now. I am like the Burger King. I'm. I feel like I'm a hot free agent in like WWE and shit. Um, and this this confidence is is great to have, because it makes you feel like you can do anything, and I felt like for a while I could do anything, I, you know, and throughout high school, throughout college, I'd be, I'd become this sort of Superman-like character, um, where I, I like to help people, I like to, you know, save people's asses, I've stopped my friend from pulling out a gun on somebody, like, legitimately pulling out a gun on somebody, um, and having this innate calmness about me, like, no, shit doesn't phase me, ever, 
ever at all, which scares the absolute living fuck out of me, too. Like, I don't have normative reactions to things that other people would be scared shitless of. I just, I don't have it. Um... I, I just, I'm really relaxed. I'm also holding a lot of it inside. Um, but I also think for, for a lot of that, when I don't react to things, I think it's also just me playing this superhero-like character. Um, I, I get scared of shit. I just kind of don't show it. Um, there, there's, a, there's a lot in that, I think. Um, I've been called a robot. I've been called a superhuman. Um, it's also because I, don't, I rarely ever get sick. Because my secret is, is drinking Hennessy on the low. Mm. Key to life drink. Ugh. God, that was... I really shouldn't be drinking. Whatever. But whatever. Um, so I'm a, I'm a superhuman to some people. I'm a gimmick. I'm a robot. And I never, ever, ever let people in. Because I have trust issues. I, I'll admit it right now on this pilot right now. I have trust issues it's there's shit that bothers me immensely about trusting people because throughout my life i've found even though my profession is all based upon creating a bond and creating trust internally i find it hard to rely on people that's family included i i find it hard to, to trust words so many times in my life, I've felt like I've been let down. And I think now that I have a couple of drinks in me or, and shit, and I, I think that a lot of that trust is because, yes, I've been backstabbed, I've been betrayed, I've been lied to. Um, you know, my only girlfriend ever fucked, fucked somebody else, you know, and you, it's hard to recover from that trauma. Um, it takes a while. And I think the trust issues and being let down and people lying to to me and everything, it, I think it's because, for me, I see myself as someone who's like, I have these expectations. I'm living up to your expectations. Why aren't you living up to mine? Also makes me think, am I living up to my own expectations? Do I even have my, my own expectations? Or am I just a character, a puppet, of what everybody else wants me to be? and I don't know that answer. I do know that my trust issues have led me to not trust words of any of most people, even my best friend. It takes a while for for me to trust you and you know um but what I do feel betrayed and backstabbed or even if you're not listening to me um because a lot of my close friends will say that, like, if I don't feel listened to, I will shut down and, re and revert back to introverted me where you won't hear a peep from me. Just like most people haven't heard a peep from me today as I'm recording this because I've just totally shut down. Um, and I'm sitting in a dark room. It's also because it's 80 fucking degrees outside. And I, I don't want to go out in the sun, even though I am kind of dark skinned. Um, this heat wouldn't phase me, but fuck that. Anywho, I'm tang I'm being tangential <sighs> at the moment. Um, but when I feel like I let somebody in and then that trust is betrayed, it is hard for me to trust them again. And some for some people, for some unfortunate people, um, I have totally excommunicated them 
and exiled them, and a lot of people don't ever come back until maybe years. I hold grudges like a motherfucker. Um, and I guess that's a flaw of mine, but it's, I think it's also a defense mechanism of mine because once I feel like I'm hurt, I'm not going to just let you back in. And, and sometimes I revert that hurt into trying to hurt you back. And that's not something I'm always the proudest of, but it, it, it happens. <laughs> or sometimes I just use sex as a weapon um, to kind of cure the pain. But fuck it, who hasn't? Um, and so I, I sit here in this podcast right now, and you're probably wondering, <laughs> where is this all coming from? It's It's coming from Hennessy is where it's coming from, but... All of these trust issues, all of these things that I've depicted or hinted at throughout these last several 20 minutes as also things that I've kind of written about. And I wrote about it in my in my blog, Ambiguous, www.ambiguousconsumption.wordpress.com. It's a long name. I know. Fucking deal with it. Um, but I, I did get feedback from a lot of people about being very mysterious in those things, and I, I, I did do it on purpose, um, because I did want to protect people's identities, um, but I did want to be as transparent as possible, but it still really wasn't enough, not even just for other people, but even for myself, and so I, I wanted to be more creative, I'm also kind of getting bored with writing it, because um, I'm running out of ideas, uh, and I, you know, maybe it's because I'm totally not getting into too much drama, although if you look at my last year, that's a fucking lie. Um, but I, I wanted to do something. I needed another creative outlet. I wanted to do something different. There's me being the fucking innovator again and being the person who's been called a natural leader. Like, you should be in charge of things. You should be doing things. You're always reliable. You're. I've, I've even called myself and my fucking other therapist, nemesis friend, um, has called me Captain Consistency. And... I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm being consistent. I'm being innovative. I'm being this person that other people want me to be. But when I'm not that person, when I become a little unhinged, is when people start to freak out. And I'm, this isn't here to freak you out. This is here for me to kind of get some shit off my chest, try to tell you some things, and be even more transparent than I was in my blog. That's why ambiguous... Uh, was cr that's why I'm going from ambiguous to, to this, this tales of an epic nature, where I may recall and talk about some things from that I've written about, and maybe in more detail, I'll talk about stories that you guys haven't even heard before, um, and there will be people um, from my stories, I hope, that that'll bring more light to it, because even though I feel... Even though I feel as if I'm this great innovator, or people have told me I'm this great innovator, or people have told me I'm this go-getter and this, you know, person who's always a hard worker, a lot of me sometimes feels like I'm fucking lucky, and a lot of it is a mistake, because a lot of times people have told me I feel guilty, or, you know, this was a mistake, we, sh we shouldn't have done this, this shouldn't have been done and that after a while takes a toll on you and for a while actually for all of my life i've felt one of two things either i'm the greatest thing in the world or i'm a fucking mistake and you know that's what depression will do to you 
make you feel like you're a fucking mistake. And I, I'm still, like I said, I, I haven't figured myself out in a while. And as one of my good friends says, maybe doing this and putting things all out there will help me figure it all out and maybe answer a question in my head. Am I just lucky all the fucking time or is it a mistake or am I just that damn good? Um, I'm not cocky, I swear. I, I, I'm really not. Um, because I, I look back at my life and I realize that I am nothing without the people who have been in my life, who have been influential in my life. And my goal is to bring all of those influential people and talk about some shit that you may have never heard from me before on this podcast. But I'm not going to make it easy for any of you at all. It's not going to be easy at all. Because as you realize, this is episode number three, number four. Yes, they're going to be out of order, and I'm going to want you to figure it out. Because if you fucking care... And if you made it this far, which means you do kind of care a little bit, you'll want to figure it all out. So, yeah, I'll be transparent, but you're going to have to do some work yourself because I've been working my ass off for a long time. And I want somebody to actually show as much effort as I have. I want people to live up to my expectation. Seriously. Because I feel like I let people let me down, but... Fuck it. Ugh. I also feel like Hennessy was a bad choice at like one in the afternoon. But whatever. I'm getting old as fuck these days. Anywho. This is coming to be pretty long. Of a of a soliloquy or whatever it's called. A monologue. Fucking a monologue. Um, But. This is going to be a very, very interesting couple of episodes that I will debut. Tales of an Epic Nature. Featuring myself talking about my life and the interconnectivity and the expectations of my life. Always remember, folks, nothing is real, yet everything is permitted. See you around.